Welcome to the Joint STEM Initiative podcast produced by Queen City Robotics Alliance. Now here's your host, Kaiwen Chen. Hello, this is Kaiwen Chen. I have Todd Bulo and uh, Deidre Finnis with me for this episode. We are going to chat about their society, Society for Information Management, or SIM. During our conversation, Ta and Deidre will explain how their society and the Charlotte chapter are doing to help IT professionals and the community, especially in the area of STEM. I love our conversations on how SIM helped them and their careers especially to learn when even SIM membership is for IT executives, but you don't have to be one to benefit from SIM. I think that is a very important point and a very useful for young professionals and students to take that in. Let's take a listen. So uh, my name is uh, Todd Bulo. I'm one of the co-founders of a company called Dualboot, and we're a business and software development company. We build great software, but we base our success on whether it helps you, your business grow. Um, I've been also a serial entrepreneur. I've had to help start two software as a services companies before that, that we had uh, exits on. And I am the incoming SIM president, currently vice president of SIM right now. Hi, I'm Deidre Fanis. I am the... Um former president of SIM and now past president incoming secretary role on our board. Um, I work for a company called M&S Consulting. We are a service integrator company in consultants where we help um, enterprise clients, government, higher education, nonprofits with their endeavors or strategic endeavors to be able to um, stand up and integrate technology solutions, provide data and so forth. At a high level, SIM brings together the top IT leaders, and we provide networking, leadership, volunteering, and nonprofit support in an effort to encourage and promote STEM. Um, we have three key pillars. Uh, one is community impact. So there's a SIM National, um, but we are SIM Charlotte, which is area of SIM National. And to give you an example on the community impact, over the last uh, 10 years since we've been ex- in existence, We've raised over $600,000 and given that amount of money back into STEM nonprofits in the community. Um, we're big on networking, again, with the top IT leaders and in, the, in the Charlotte community. And then we're also big on our, our last pillar is professional development. So um, through workshops, through breakout groups, Deidre does an amazing job uh, with the SIM women, which you can probably expand on as well. But we have other breakout groups and financial services, product development, um, and so forth to help um, with professional development of IT leaders. One of the messages that I would say to folks that are looking to start their career possibly in technology or be involved in higher education that will land them into the technology field is it's not industry specific. There are a variety of different positions across every single company that you can go to depending on what you like. If someone likes to work in higher education, there's technology needs there. If someone likes to work in manufacturing, healthcare, you name it, any any industry vertical really has the need for people with technology skills, not just developers and programmers, 
but also people who can think strategically about how to put things together, understand and analyze delivery of solutions. Um, you know, there, there are, we can talk more about different tracks, but I think that equally as important as those that know how to code and configure and develop um, are very important for those analytical minded folks that are more functional in nature to be able to translate business requirements, needs of a particular business or department into technology solutions so that it comes out the other end of the product. Uh, so as part of SIM, we're not really industry specific, but we are an organization of technology leaders, meaning that um, chief information officers, um, CISOs, uh, executive directors and vice presidents of technology uh, teams, um, and, and we even have some program and project management roles within SIM that are leading or overseeing efforts and organizations. Um, so we are based on technology career, but I think that my advice to anyone who's thinking about it is that it's a great industry to get into because you can go to any company. Yeah, and I think the, the neat thing about with technology, so I started more client services, more in the weeds of kind of the technology side, but now I'm more on the business development side. So to, to Deidre's point, um, you know, you can be an engineer all the way up to an executive on the business development, business growth side. So it's, it's, a, it's a cool uh, experience and background to have to build the basic framework for you really to go into any part of the business. I have friends of mine that are engineers that are now CFOs at companies. <laughs> so, but they started as engineers uh, and then they, they went the financial track, but it's harder to go the opposite way of, you know, being a finance major and then going to become an engineer. It's much easier to go from engineer and then out from there. Yeah, that's a really good example because one of the things even technology leaders get involved in is not just the delivery of technology, but it's also budget, fiscal management, oversight of, you know, things that matter to the company. Um, technology sometimes uh, tends to be one of the biggest cost centers. Unfortunately, they also are um, seen sometimes only as just that, but it's, it's a big driver of whatever, you know, you want your company to be able to achieve and do and grow. Um, so you, you really do expound the amount of positions and types of roles that you can get into depending on what you end up liking. My path into SIM was a little different than some others. So I didn't really know SIM when I started out in SIM. <laughs> um, I started out in a program called Regional, Regional Leadership Forum, which is basically a very intensive multi-month leadership development program that was focused on building authentic leaders. And um, as a result of going through that program, which is a program of SIM, I graduated and then they said, well, you also get um, annual membership for a year into your local chapter, which is how I joined. And just like everything else, um, you know, I am always curious and I don't mind volunteering for things. Um, I started going to some SIM chapter meetings and met some people. And so I got involved in SIM and uh, really have benefited or found that SIM offers not only technology leaders to come together and network, but it's a very good 
um, a good feeling kind of group. I think everybody's intentions, regardless of their role, which regardless of their technology path, just meld well together and really have kind of that camaraderie and friendship. Um, so I got involved one day because somebody said, hey, we need to have this golf tournament, but we don't have anybody to run it. So I said, well, I'm organized and I can pull things together. don't know that much about golf in terms of running a tournament, but I'll run it. And so that's how I started getting involved. And it's just grown from there. I took a vice president role, then I was president. I also started Sim Women a few years back with a couple of other um, women in the organization. And that helped us focus on mentorship and communication and career development amongst our female members. So that's, um, STEM has a lot to offer, uh, depending on what uh, you are most interested in. Some people are involved a lot, some people are involved a little, but you all have the, op members have the opportunity to come together in different forums that we hold throughout the year, different opportunities to volunteer and uh, really give their input as well as grow and develop as a leader because you're surrounded by other great examples of leaders. Ty, you want to add anything? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was I was drawn to it because um, what I saw firsthand, like again, I, I mentioned the you know 38,000 open IT positions right now in the state of North Carolina. Um, I feel like our, our, our public school system is far behind and we need to start uh, investing in the future down to middle school. Um, and SIM was one of the few organizations in town that was actually a 100% volunteer that was giving money back to STEM. Um, I got involved, uh, I think I went to a golf tournament. Uh, Daydre has done an amazing job with the golf tournament. This year alone, we've, we're gonna raise over $100,000 to give back to the STEM nonprofit community. So for me, that's what gets me excited because I feel like we need to invest 15 to 20 years ahead to, to really shrink down this talent gap. And that's what SIM is doing. That is different than any of the other, what I'll call IT networking organizations around town. Plus, of course, we've got great networking, which is awesome. But when you get people like Daydre and others that are mission driven to want to make an impact in the community and it's above just what can I as Daydream do to be an, a better IT leader for myself? And, and you're thinking about other things. That's what draw, drew me to SIM is the people that are in SIM that are truly doing it um, to grow uh, the STEM and uh, work path for the future. Um, Elizabeth Austin, I don't know if you've met her before or not. She kind of spearheaded that mission of making an impact in STEM, STEM nonprofits. And people like Daydream have taken it and ex helped accelerate and allows us to really make a significant impact. Like I said, we've, you know, after the end of this year, we'll be probably over 700,000 of giving back to STEM nonprofits, which is, which is pretty cool to be able to do. I feel it is really cool as well. Then I ask, how about if I am just a student or a young engineer? As we have talked about, all SIM members are IT executives. How do we get involved if we are not an executive yet? Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to qualify for a SIM member, but what I'll tell you is there's enough people in SIM that want to bring you along the journey that you can come to many of the events. We're not, uh, you know, we want to be good role models, good mentors for future IT leaders. Uh, every year we have a, um, an IT conference. That would be a great opportunity to come and, and invest in there, even volunteer in it. I mean, you want, you, 
you know, we're always, we, we have a golf tournament that Daydre's running on Monday. Um, come volunteer at those events. You know, that's a great way to, to meet the senior IT level people um, and expand your career. Because that's one of the things I think traditionally people that follow the IT path are more introvert. And I think they do themselves a disservice in a lot of cases because they have a lot to offer, but they have to be willing to kind of come out of that bubble and, and mm -hmm. take a step. And there's a lot of IT leaders that want to help people and mentor them along the journey. People just have to ask. Uh, so, you know, I, I think with Sim, we are that organization that will help mentor people. We want to uh, invest in, in future IT leaders. We, um, I'll add to that just a little bit too. And, uh, you know, what I would recommend, we do give most of our outreach is by giving monetary amounts of money to organizations um, who are supporting and educational institutions who are supporting um, elementary school through early adulthood to pursue degrees and careers in information technology. But there are some opportunities also that we like to do. For example, I, um, I became a mentor um, at the UNCC College of Computing and Informatics to mentor um, senior women students in technology. I, I focus a little bit more heavily on um, women in technology and girls in, who code and things like that to help because I think to your point, Kaiwen, if you don't get them in middle school, you don't get them at all for um, becoming uh, interested and involved in technology careers. And that's even more so, and sadly more so even into adulthood um, with women, they kind of drop off for other careers. So I think that um, that it is real important there. I would suggest, however, to anybody, regardless of age, coming out of school or even in school or even teachers, get yourself a mentor. I mean, yes, you might be lucky enough to find a mentor within your company or outside of your company that happens to also be a SIM member, but maybe you don't. It could be your opportunity to say, hey, did you ever hear of this organization called SIM? Maybe you should get involved in it as a senior leader of your technology organization. But as, a, as, as an adolescent or a young person starting out in your career, I think it's really important to get a mentor or two. And you don't have to have somebody right in technology. My mentor was um, a CFO for a while. Another mentor that I had was the head of sales. Um, I always like to have mentors that kind of aligned with my career path and then were the complete opposite so that I got some good, you know, feedback of different things. But don't be afraid to ask for um, a mentor, even during your internship programs, um, you can start to build those relationships. I was going to say on Deidre's part too, I think what's, what I, I applaud her for is you can't, I, I heard this message before, you can't, you, you can't become what you can't see. And I think it's important for people like Deidre in leadership positions, and she's doing this, to let little girls see, yes, women can be IT leaders, right? I mean, it, it's important for the, the generations to impact the earlier generations. So like with Deidre going back and talking to middle school, there's probably some little girl in there that's like, I've seen 20 IT people come in, they're all men, are there, there's no, there's no opportunity for me. And then Daydre shows up. Right. And you're like, Oh, wow, there, there is an opportunity for me. So I think it's important um, that we as SIM foster, you know, diversity, but also that our members that have the opportunity, like in SIM women and things give back to me. So little girls can see that, Hey, yeah, I can be a developer or I can be in the IT space. I don't have to go some other Avenue that my family 
you know, that I've seen my family going down. So kudos to all the people that give back outside of that. And especially Deidre, she does a lot on that side. Before we end this episode, I'd like to play the segment where I ask Ta and Deidre about their favorite story regarding Sim. It is very interesting that both of them talk about the event that enabled them to promote STEM. SYN has been a sponsor for Quincy Robotics Alliance for many years. I would like to use this opportunity to thank them for their support. Dear listeners, if you are interested in technology careers, make sure to reach out SYN members. I believe there are many executives who are willing to help. Oh, I also like to let you know that we had a great interview and that there is more material for additional episodes. Make sure to look out for them. With that said, let's listen to their stories and I will see you next time. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I have many. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing is, um, like any organization, sometimes you have organizations that are very rigid and structured. What I love about them just as an overarching thing is we're all super casual it doesn't matter what your role is. It doesn't matter. I'm not a CIO, but yet I am able to have conversations or spend time with volunteering or bouncing against people who are um, at the most top level of an organization. So I really like that just camaraderie. But my probably my favorite story about Sim was the one that I kind of already told, which is um, one of the former presidents invited me to, I was just literally joining Sim and he said, go, come on and sit in on our board meeting. And so I did. And that's when they were talking about different things, including, Hey, we need to run this golf. We'd like to get this golf tournament going again, because it had failed and, but they didn't want to pay, you know, $10,000 for somebody to run it. So I was like, I'm here. And if you want me to run it, I'm happy to, you know, I'll give it a <laughs> shot. And so that was six years ago. <laughs> um, so that's that. But uh, my favorite all time part of them is the golf tournament because we work really hard. We have a good time planning and, and getting everything together. And then the day of every single time we get um, just a great day of relaxing and spending time together and really seeing all of our sponsors and our executives come together, our volunteers. And it's, uh, and then we walk away from it going, wow, look at all the money we raised that we can now put into our pool of money to give back into STEM. And that's really meaningful. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's, the golf is amazing to me because with this year's golf, Deidre had the obstacle on her team of, of doing two fundraisers within, I think, six months of each other because of COVID. We had to push back our tournament last year. And it's amazing how many people in the IT community step up because they want to give back. Um, and, you know, this, this, this golf tournament is more successful than when we had six months ago. And the one six months ago was more successful than the one the year before. And I think that's what's neat about the Charlotte community is just our desire to give back and make a difference. And uh, that's what I love about Sim to, to Deidre's point. It's no one really has an ego. Um, we're here to make a difference you know, we're all volunteer, we're not getting paid. So, uh, you know, it's, it's neat to get together with a group of people that, that all kind of have that same mission um, and purpose in their lives. This podcast is produced by Queen City Robotics Alliance with the support of Charlotte Area STEM Societies. Wind City Robotics Alliance, also known as QCRA, 
is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to nurture the future workforce by providing practical, hands-on STEM experiences for area youth. QCRA is home for several high school and middle school robotics teams, where students learn how to run their team like running a business. Together, students develop outreach programs to spread STEM knowledge and training to encourage kids from all backgrounds to discover how to reach their full potential in STEM fields. QCRA is sustained by volunteers and sponsors like you, and we invite you to join us to help build a better future for all children in our community. Visit our website at queencityrobotics.org to learn more.